0: So, to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Have to get 30, 30, you get 30, 30, better get 20, 20, 20, better get 20, 20, you get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. Sold! give it a try at slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com.
2: Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well,
0: post your free job on linkedin.com/people today.
1: Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Welcome to the INFJ Whisperer podcast, where I dissect all things INFJ. You are not alone anymore. There are others like you. Hey guys, I hope that you guys are doing amazing wherever you are. Again, I'm so grateful that you guys are listening to my channel, to my videos, to all the INFJ stuff, all the INFJs and non-INFJs that are on my channel commenting. I appreciate you guys. Thank you so much. In this video, I wanted to speak to you guys about crying. Now, when I was a child, I would cry at everything. I used to cry all the time. And again, as my parents, you know, they try to make me strong. They're like, you know, stop crying about every little thing. Why do you cry so much? And interestingly enough, um, they knew that I just need to cry and let it all out. So they would kind of tell me to go to my room, do all my crying there, and then come back when I'm ready to be in the real world, right? So that's what I did. I'd cry, cry, cry in my room, you know, on my own, get rid of all that stuff that I had to get rid of, and then I'd be fine, and I'd go back out again as if nothing happened. Now, it worked out really well for me because I really did not want empathy. I did not want sympathy. I didn't want people to pity me. I didn't want people to tell me, oh, everything's going to be all right. I just needed to get all this shit that was inside of me that I'd been accumulating. Because as a child, I was a major empath, and I'd kind of accumulate all the stuff that was going on around me accumulate, accumulate, and then eventually you'll be like, oh my God, it's too much for me to handle. I need to let it out, cry it out, boom, you're done, and then you move on. And the next time when you're overfilled again, you cry again, you let it all out, and then you move on again, right? As time has gone by, and I've told you guys, I am better at dealing with my empathic nature. I know how to control myself. I know how to make sure that I don't let it overwhelm me, right? Before it does, I run away. I move back to my room and I hide from all these people who are trying to put stuff into us, right? But I've noticed something about myself in terms of emotions now, and I don't know if it's true for you guys, but it's weird that sometimes I am unable, absolutely unable to cry at some things that everyone else is crying about. And I've said this before in a different video, I think. I'll be at a funeral and you know everyone is crying, crying, crying. It was Actually, my grandfather's funeral, I loved him. He was a great guy. He was really kind. He really took care of me. He was really nice. I, I really liked him. And so we're at his funeral, and everyone else is crying. And for some reason, I could not bring myself to cry. Now, also because like death is something that I'm like, it's not a bad thing. It's fine. You know Everyone dies, and it's all right to die. It's not a big deal. I don't think of death as a big deal. But also because I didn't feel sad. I didn't feel sad for him. I loved him and he was dead now, but I knew that he'd come back in a different life and I'd see him again sometime in the future, somewhere in a different lifetime. I wasn't sad. So everyone else was crying. It was a big deal. Everyone was like bawling and I was was just totally fine. And I was looking at myself, in myself and thinking, to myself, am I crazy? Like, why don't I feel sad? Why don't I feel anything? I was not able to cry. I, I, pretended to be sad and around everyone else but I wasn't really now you probably think I'm a psychopath it wasn't that I wasn't feeling bad for him but I wasn't I wasn't I wasn't so sad I could cry over it I knew that he was gone I knew that I was going to miss him but that was it you know I don't I didn't it wasn't that much of a big deal (laughs) and that's probably what's going to happen at my funeral no one's going to be crying but anyways moving on but at uh, little things, like uh, tiny baby things. Like for example, um, I was walking down the street in India, and I walked past. Uh, even just thinking about this right now makes me want to cry. I walked past past this donkey. Uh, we have a lot of animals in India, obviously roaming around. And I walked past this donkey, and he, oh, God, I don't know what happened, but one of his hooves was cut off. Like I guess it must have been an accident. Something happened. I, uh, And so, like, one of his, and he was walking, and he was, like, obviously limping, and he was obviously in a lot of pain. I couldn't do anything about it, because I was in a bus, and we were walking away, and we were driving away. I just saw him briefly as we were driving away. Couldn't do anything. Oh, God, guys, I cried a lot that day. I I mean, I cried more than I ever cried before. I was, I was in pain, because that donkey was obviously in pain. He was in absolute pain. Ugh. I just want to cry. But he was so sad. Okay, Now, if you compare the two scenarios, this donkey is some random animal I just saw passing by and I'm crying bawling my face off for him, her, whatever. And my grandfather, I've known him for almost a lot of my life and he dies, I don't cry, not even a little bit. Now, if you look at these two scenarios, you're going to think that I'm an insane human being. But that's the way I think INFJs are, we cry at the small things. But for some reason, the bigger things where we're supposed to cry—you know—you're supposed to be sad right now. When people tell us you know, you're supposed to cry or you're supposed to be sad. You know, you're supposed to cry at a funeral, or you're supposed to cry when you know some at random some things. Like I'm not gonna cry at those things. First of all, because you're telling me that I need to cry, I'm not gonna cry because that is insane. You can't tell me or dictate to me that I should feel something right now. I hate that. Also, it's it's like. The big things like death and all that stuff don't really bother us that much. It's the little things that matter to us more. I don't know how to explain it sometimes. I wonder, I've tried to explain it to my family because a lot of times they think to me, they tell me that, you know, I don't feel anything for them. I do feel at the smaller levels, you know, when they're hurt or they're upset, I feel it. But at the bigger things, I don't really care that much because, first of all, I feel like we're here to do all these things. We're here to get hurt and learn from it. We're here to deal with death and learn from it. We're here to do all this stuff. This is our work. This is the work of being a human being. We're not here to dilly-dally and have fun and be, be positive and happy all the time. That's no fun. We're here to do all this stuff. So when someone actually has to deal with all of these things, these hardships or whatever, I'm happy for them. Because what's going to happen with that? They're going to get stronger. They're going to get wiser. They're going to learn so much about themselves. They're going to move upward and onward. And that's awesome. I am happy for them. I am not sad for them. And so when someone has to deal with this kind of stuff, it's important. It's important for your growth. It's important for your work as a human being. It's important for your growth, for your movement towards that path of enlightenment or whatever you're trying to move towards. And so that you can learn and then grow. And then in the next reincarnation, you'll be a little bit wiser. You'll be a little bit more of an old soul and you would know more right? That's the whole point of this. And so when people are upset that, you know, they have to deal with hardships, I think myself like, why? This is the whole point of it. You know, did you think that you were going to lie on the beach all of your life and not deal with anything sad? No, you know, this is the point of being here. Otherwise, how are you going to grow? How are you going to learn? How are you going to become better? How are you going to become the best version of yourself in this lifetime? If you don't have to deal with anything that's harsh, if you don't have to deal with anything that's negative, you don't have to deal with all this stuff that we're here to deal with. It's the way that we become stronger. You know. It's the way that we become that beautiful version of ourselves that we're meant to become before we die off and we do it over and over again, right? And so I don't feel empathy for that reason, I guess. And it's also, I guess, my philosophy that I love this kind of stuff because it really helps me see deep within myself. It really teaches me about myself. It actually teaches me how strong I am. And the more I realize the stronger I am, the better I feel about myself, right? I hope I'm able to explain to you guys properly what I feel and what I'm trying to convey. It's really, really important that you understand this because one of the things that you're going to have to explain over and over again is the fact that, you know, why aren't you crying? I get this question all the time. My dad recently was a little bit sick and, you know, everyone else was crying and weeping and I think to myself, oh my God, I should really try and cry, but I could not because I wasn't sad for him. Because it's, I was happy because I said to myself, thank God we discovered this in time, and so now we can fix it. And that was my main thought. Thank God we can fix it. Thank God he's still alive, and we can fix it. We can go to the hospital, get it fixed, and get back to normal before we know it. And that was my main thought, and I was happy. I was happy. Because otherwise, you know, he could have just died without us ever knowing. But I'm so grateful that we found the problem, fixed it, and now he's healthier and happier than ever, Right? So that's, weirdly enough, how I look at situations. Perhaps it's not an IMJ thing, maybe it's just me, maybe I'm just insane. But I wanted to make sure that I shared this perspective with you guys because I know a lot of you guys have this issue as well where you're constantly explaining yourself to other people. Why aren't you crying? Why aren't you sad about this? Why don't you care? Why don't you love me? Why don't you really, really show me what your emotions are? I sometimes feel them. So sometimes, a lot of times, people think that we're sociopaths or psychopaths because we really come off, come across as having no emotions. Some person is going to be crying, bawling their face off in front of me. I'm just sitting there, feeling nothing. Also because I've controlled my empathic nature, but also because I don't think that anything that they're crying about is that something they should be crying about. They should be happy about it, that they're dealing with all this stuff. Oh, God. Ugh. Anyways, um, I. this is how I am. This is how a lot of INFJs are. So... We just have to deal with it, and we just have to gonna you know, have to learn how to explain it to people you know, I. it's not that I hate you, or that I don't like you, or I want you to suffer. I just know that this is what we're here to do, or, you know, I'm sorry, but I don't, I can't cry over it, but I do still empathize with you. I don't know how to explain myself sometimes. I think myself, people are probably going to think I'm insane anyway, so what's the point? My parents always think that I don't care about them because I a lot of times are not am I able to cry when they are crying or I'm not able to cry at certain things when they're upset and so they think that I don't care. I do care but not in that manner. Yeah. It's a hard thing to explain. I don't even think I did a good job in this video. But let me know what you guys think about it. Let me know what your perspective is on it. I love listening to I'm hearing from you guys on the comments or messages. I love it all. Thank you so much. Keep it all coming. If you guys don't want to post directly on the comments, you can email me directly at boomshaka at millionairehippie.com. The link or the email address is in the show more, in the description. So you can email me directly if you have anything specific you want to talk to me about. Okay? I'll see you guys in the next video. Bye for now. Thanks for listening. If you want to put a face to the voice, you can check out my YouTube channel, Boomshaka. Bye for now.